Hey friends, it's your boy Joey G. I wanted to take this moment, this opening moment of you hearing my voice possibly for the very first time to say, Hey, how are you? Where are you? Not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Is today a good day or a bad one? Has life been well? I hope it has been. And if not, that's okay too. There's still time. My goal with this whole project isn't to give you all of the answers. Trust me, I don't have them. Instead, think of us as friends having a talk. Just a talk. Because you know what? You'd be surprised how much a conversation can turn the weight of the world into a feather. So how does this work? What will we talk about? Well, this is what I'm thinking. I'm going to tell you a story. Something short. I know you're busy. You've got a thousand things on your mind. The last thing you need is for some lanky-ass spaghetti noodle like me wasting those precious few moments you need for yourself. Notice, I said need, not have. I think it's important, for myself at least, to take a moment every day just to check in with me. How am I feeling today? If something is bothering us, I think an instinct is to ask this question. Why? Why am I feeling this way? Or even worse, Why can't this feeling go away? For me, asking this question can sometimes be worse than the actual physical pain we have in our gut. Instead, I embrace it. I say, hey, I'm not doing great today. And that's okay. There's no correct way to feel. No routine. Every day is its own, and all of those days are unique to us. So whether you're a thousand feet below the surface, or feeling warm for the first time in a while, just know that I'm grateful for you for sharing this current moment with me. Now, let's take a deep breath together. Whew, I needed that and enjoy. A young man named Jay gets off of work and meets his friends at a restaurant. They're all celebrating the birthday of Chris, who just turned 23 and wanted to grab drinks and see a movie. As a present, Jay buys Chris's ticket, as it is a film they have both been anticipating for quite a while, and Jay can think of no better gift to give to a truly great person. They laugh, they drink, they have a good time. As the movie lets out in the super early morning hours, the friends say goodbye. Thank you all so much, says Chris. You're all the best. He gets on his bike as the other group all hop into an Uber. Everyone lives in different directions. 
Jay waves goodbye, and as soon as his friends are out of sight, begins to cry. Jay spent the last $25 in his account on Chris's ticket. Public transit stopped running at midnight, and he's four miles away from his apartment, or, according to his phone, an hour and ten minute walk. Not the longest Jay has walked before, but the 16-degree temperature certainly won't do him any favors. He could have asked any of his friends to assist him, throw him a few dollars, or drive him closer to his destination. But Jay didn't have the confidence to ask for help, nor could he fathom letting his friend see him in such financial burdens. As he begins his long journey home, Jake contemplates how he'll survive until payday, which isn't until next week. He's thinking about how he plans on being able to eat and get around, but the thought of putting himself in this position has his brain filled with self-doubt. How could you do this to yourself, you idiot? Why didn't you just say no? As he continues to pile on the pressure, Jay feels his knees buckling. Breathing is hard. He checks his phone. Oh, still a while to go. The temperature drops. The streets are empty. There's no good Samaritan in sight to help him in a time of great need, and for a brief moment, Jay walks in darkness. No escape, Jay thinks. This is the end. Finally, after his armor is stripped and the pressure is so heavy he could barely walk, Jay makes a deal with himself. Just make it home. Make it home and trust that whatever is supposed to happen, happens. Trust that the work will come, the shifts will open, that tomorrow I will have the answers, because today I only have questions. The journey, although scary and difficult, is over. Jay walks into his apartment right as the clock strikes four, crawls into his warm bed, sighs out the anxiety that crippled him on his walk, and drifts off to sleep. And just like that, the worst night of Jay's life is over, and he's still standing. Today's story was about money. I don't know about you, but if there's a key label that identifies my anxiety, it's that. Money is great. Working is great. No matter what it is you do, the sensation of being compensated for something is in its own way intoxicating. But how many times has money made us lose sleep? How many times have we made our own self-worth be based on this very thing? If we're broke, we don't work enough. If we work too much, we don't work enough. If we spend 40 hours at job A, 25 hours at job B, leave our evenings free for rehearsal, weekends open for tech, and sleep five to six hours a night, we still don't work enough. Sound familiar? Are you feeling the pressure now? You may think this sounds silly, but in a way, we are all architects. All this pressure that we manifest, we use it to build and build our anxiety up until eventually... We're right where we always end up, in a box, trapped with the same fears that were used to build it. Now, how is this supposed to make you feel better? 
Well, that depends on you. Are you now in a place where money is no longer an issue? Does it give you solace to know that this isn't or hasn't ever been something that's weighed you down? Are the fears you have similar to this? Or is there a different problem that's putting you in your box? If it's different, don't worry. I promise you that not only will we talk about it, but there's someone out there right now who is going through the same thing you are. You are never alone. And if money is the problem, if work and bills and taxes and rent and medicine and deposits and withdrawals and the constant cycle of this makes you want to scream, then scream or breathe. Do whatever you want. Because while all those scenarios may be out of your control, you are in control of these next few moments. Me? I'm going to take another breath. I will try my very hardest to never make these entries about me, but to complete today's story or cycle, I want to tell you about me. I currently have the best job I've ever had. I make more money than I ever had in my existence, and I pursue something that I not only have an interest in, but that I truly love. It affords me the time to free myself for auditions and artistic endeavors, or even the time to take a weekend to travel to see family or friends. How I got this job is not important. Hard work, yes. Luck, yes, but it's not the lesson. The lesson is this. I survived. I survived and put myself in a position to succeed. And the truth is, I didn't think I would. Because the young man, Jay, who bought his friend Chris that movie ticket, the man who walked four miles in the cold and never thought he could survive that night, let alone an existence of feeling behind, that was me. I did that. I don't remember the cold that night, but I remember the fear. It was overwhelming. And yet, here I am. And now I have the best job in the world. That night, I made the walk. And so have you. You've already survived something you thought you'd never get through. You've already faced your fears, whether you know that or not. Being afraid is not a bad thing. We are not weak for having fears. To be brave, we must first be afraid. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed your time with me as much as I've enjoyed my time with you. And realize that whether you know me or you don't, I care about you. And I hope you care about you too. I spent the whole day in my head Do a little spring cleaning I'm always too busy dreaming Maybe I should wake up instead